Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Welcome back to Uncomplicating Weight Loss. I recently launched a quiz called Why Has Your Weight Loss Plateaued? And it's actually been my most popular quiz thus far, which makes me really happy because I spent a lot of time putting it together and making sure that you'd be able to genuinely understand the why behind your weight loss stalling. I also wanted to make sure that I could offer valuable resources and tangible and actionable steps to help you jumpstart your weight loss as well. So if you haven't taken the quiz yet, make sure you head on over to my website at eva.fit. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about what exactly is a weight loss plateau and why weight loss plateaus happen. So most of my private clients have been women who want to lose their last 10 to 15 pounds. And those last 10 to 15 pounds can actually be the hardest to lose. And that's simply because of the way our bodies are set up for survival. And that doesn't mean it's impossible. It doesn't mean it's going to be super difficult to lose your last 10 to 15. It just means that you need to be a lot more intentional when you're losing your last 10 to 15 pounds. And that just so happens to be my specialty. So today we're going to talk about what a weight loss plateau actually means and what causes these plateaus to happen. And of course, I encourage you to take my quiz if you haven't already so that you can see what may be actually causing your weight loss plateau because it's probably not what you think. Oftentimes, people think that the answer to a plateau is to eat less. That's actually not it. And I'm going to tell you why in this episode. So a weight loss plateau, a true plateau, happens when you've consistently been losing weight by doing all the right things. And by all the right things, I mean following your plan. And then you go at least four weeks without losing any weight. If you're in one of my programs and you know that following the plan isn't complicated, it's only eating when you're hungry, stopping at satisfied, drinking half your body weight in water, sleeping at least seven hours a day, and working out three to four days a week. By the way, at the time of this recording, I'm actually not accepting new private clients, but I will be opening up my online program soon and there will be an option to work with me one-on-one. So I will keep you posted on that. But truly, if you've listened to my episodes, then you know losing weight is not as complicated as people make it out to be. And if your weight has stalled, the first thing you need to do is figure out why. And you do that by looking at your data points and then you make some changes. And usually the changes are small. So most people fall into one of two categories when their weight loss has plateaued. They'll either tell me I'm doing all the right things and the scale just won't budge. Or they'll tell me, I mean, I'm doing pretty good with the plan. I usually follow the plan. Well, what does pretty good mean? though? Because that's pretty subjective, right? And it usually becomes pretty clear what's going on. But either way, the first thing 
that I'm going to say to someone that comes to me telling me their weight loss has plateaued is, I'm going to ask to see your data. So that's basically your food journal. A food journal is so important. And I know it sounds like an extra thing to do, but it's a really important to do, especially when it comes to your weight loss journey, because otherwise you're flying blind. And at this point in the journey, if you're trying to lose those last 10 to 15, those really stubborn pounds that don't want to budge, that's when it's even more important to have all the data so that you can make changes and you can make different choices if you need to. So you think you're eating a handful of nuts, but it's really four servings of nuts. Or you're mindlessly eating while you're sitting at your desk or catching up on your shows and then you don't realize that the bag is suddenly empty. Or your kid leaves behind, you know, four chicken nuggets and you eat them without even really thinking about it. So you forget about it. You don't even remember that you ate those four chicken nuggets, right? But these are the things that can add up to overeating. And the only thing that causes weight gain is overeating. So if you're mindlessly eating or you aren't even aware of when you're genuinely hungry or satisfied, it's really easy to overeat. Your extra weight is truly just a product of how you're thinking, feeling, showing up and doing things. That's why self-awareness is so crucial when it comes to weight loss. But if you listen to my self-awareness episode, then you know Self-awareness needs to be developed just like any other muscle. So keeping a food journal forces you to be mindful and self-aware. The whole point of this exercise is to learn how to listen to your body so that you can make better choices. By taking note of everything that you eat and how it makes you feel afterwards, both physically and emotionally, you're learning your hunger and fullness cues, which foods you should avoid, and which foods truly nourish you. These are important data points for your weight loss journey that you must have. When you take my quiz, I'll send you a sample food journal just in case you've never done one before. And don't worry, I don't send it all at once. (laughs) I don't want to overwhelm you, so I will space out the resources that I email you because I want you to feel supported, not overwhelmed. And again, weight loss shouldn't be overwhelming. People make it super complicated. It's just not. It's really the sum of small steps and small changes. That's how you get to your weight loss goals. The food journal doesn't have to be a big production either. Okay. It can be a Google sheet. It can be a notebook. I've had clients that prefer writing everything down and I've had clients that prefer everything being digital. It's ultimately up to you. Personally, even though I'm generally very digital with everything, I prefer writing things down when it comes to journaling, whether it's my food or my thoughts. I just like putting pen to paper. But listen, whatever works for you, as long as you're going to do it and stick to it, it's going to work. So a food journal is really easy to start. And if you've never tried one before, just try it for one week and see how you feel. For one week, write down everything that you eat and how you feel after the meal. Part of what makes this such a powerful exercise for awareness and mindfulness is that it forces you to assess your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself. Most people are completely unaware of these things. So ask yourself, are you eating because you're hungry or are you eating because you're stressed? 
Are you waiting too long to eat so that you end up binging? Or are you eating so fast that you give yourself indigestion? Are you stopping when you've had enough? Or are you stopping when the plate is empty and now you're uncomfortably stuffed? Once you start having data points, you're able to start making adjustments. Again, if you don't know what's going on and you're not keeping track of anything, you're not going to know what to change. It's just like wanting to lose weight but avoiding the scale. I know this is a big one too. I get this a lot when I work with clients, and I'll do an upcoming episode on the scale because the scale causes people so much anxiety. And listen, I completely understand why. But you have to know where you're starting in order to know when you've arrived, right? How will you know when you reach your goal if you don't weigh yourself along your journey? Sure, your clothes may fit differently and you may look different in the mirror or you may feel different, but that's also very subjective based on your relationship with your body. And so how you think you feel and how you think you look may not always be appropriate data points, but numbers don't lie. And data doesn't lie. That's why a food journal, writing down what you're eating, how much you're eating, how it's making you feel, how much you're sleeping, how much water you're drinking. Those are facts. They're not feelings you're having. You know, it's not, oh, I feel like I drank enough water. No, I drank 64 ounces of water. That's a fact. Numbers will tell you the real story. Data will tell you if you're truly stalled or if you're actually off of your plan. And as I said, I also use the journal as a tool to keep track of your sleeping patterns and your water intake because those are equally important on your weight loss journey. And you want to use this data to help you make different choices, not to shame yourself or punish yourself or beat yourself up because that's not helpful or productive. Remember, after a while of doing the same things, your body will get used to the routines. So it's just waiting for you to make an adjustment, which is what I call shaking things up. So it's normal to lose one to two pounds per week if you're following a healthy plan. But after a while, your body will naturally go into maintenance mode. Your metabolism is going to slow down. And as you lose weight, your hunger scale also changes. There are essentially seven what I call hidden or underlying reasons that cause weight loss to stall. And I say hidden because they're not always quite what you'd expect. It's not that your weight loss has plateaued, so you need to eat less and exercise more. In fact, one of the reasons that your weight loss has plateaued could be that you're not eating enough or that you're overdoing it with exercise. But I'll talk more about that in a bit. Number one, your body has completely adapted to your new normal. So you need to make sure that your body doesn't have time to get used to the exercise routines that you're doing, and the foods that you're eating. This is why I say shake it up, right? You want to question your routines. You want to maintain your body's adaptation period by changing the intensity, duration, frequency, and or mode of exercise that you're doing. You're going to want to include interval training. You're going to want to include strength training. Strength training is actually one of the best things that you can do when it comes to a weight loss plateau. So if you're not already lifting weights, start lifting weights. And if you are lifting weights, start lifting a little bit heavier. That's how you shake it up. That's how you jumpstart your weight loss. When it comes to eating, if you eat the same thing every day, change that up as well, 
right? Even if it's just a subtle shift, right? Ask yourself, can you choose a healthier option? Can you choose a fresher option? Can you cut back on sugar or salt? If you eat a salad for lunch every day, try a different salad. Otherwise, your body just goes into homeostasis. Number two, you're not eating enough healthy fats and healthy carbs. If you're being too restrictive or under eating, your body will think it's starving and it's going to hold on to fat to keep you alive. So unless you find that you're genuinely overeating or you're emotionally eating, which means you're eating for a reason besides fueling your genuine hunger, then be careful that you're not under eating. What you're eating and how much you're eating plays a major role in your weight loss journey on both sides of the scale, under eating all the way to overeating. It's really, really important for you to find that middle ground for you. And that's why the hunger scale is so powerful because once you get to know your body, your body will tell you when it's hungry and when it's full, but you have to pay attention. Again, awareness is key in this whole process. Number three, you're mindlessly snacking or you're not aware of your portion sizes, which is leading to overeating. So you may need to adjust your portions. Remember, as you lose weight, your body needs less food. So maybe start by taking two or three less bites or only eat three-fourths of your plate. This isn't deprivation. This is making adjustments. Number four, you're not sleeping enough so your body is holding on to fat. Did a whole episode on this. Quality sleep is so important. Number five, you're not drinking enough water, so your body thinks you're dehydrated. And if you're dehydrated, your body cannot burn fat. And if you're dehydrated, your body's gonna hold on to water. And this can also happen when the climate changes. For example, in the summertime, you may need to increase your water intake. In the wintertime, maybe you need a little bit less water, but not drinking enough water is really, really common. So make sure you're drinking enough. Number six, you're stressed out, so your body is constantly in fight or flight mode, which in turn screws up your hormonal imbalance, which in turn makes your body hold on to fat and it slows down your metabolism. And number seven, you may have inflammation in your body. Inflammation is actually a really common reason why some of us hold on to extra weight, but a lot of people aren't even aware that they have inflammation. Inflammation is really just our body's natural response to protecting itself against harm. But when inflammation is present, even those with the most disciplined eating and exercise habits may find themselves making very little progress losing weight. Certain foods are known to cause inflammation. Most commonly are sugar, high fructose corn syrup, artificial trans fats, vegetable oils, seed oils, refined carbohydrates, excessive alcohol, which we discussed in last week's episode, and processed meats. So you want to try to limit those in your diet and instead add foods that contain anti-inflammatory compounds like antioxidants, phytochemicals, and omega-3 fatty acids. These are all really important. Good sources of these are vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, fish, and healthy fats like plant-based oils and avocados. 
The meal plan that I will send you when you take the quiz is an anti-inflammatory plan. So you'll get some really good food ideas from that if you're not sure where to start. Coincidentally, stress and poor sleep will also cause inflammation in your body. So as I wrap up, I just want to remind you that weight loss plateaus are normal. Whatever you do, don't give up. Don't get mad at yourself. And then all of a sudden you find yourself playing in the fuck it bucket, which is what I call it. Don't let yourself get into the fuck it bucket because those fuck it moments where you're like, oh, fuck it. This isn't working. I'm just going to eat what I want to eat. Those moments add up. And now you're not in a plateau anymore. You're now going backwards because of those fuck it moments. So stay mindful. Just give yourself grace. Look at your data and make the necessary changes from there, from an educated and grounded place, not an emotional, frustrated place. You can absolutely break through your plateau because remember, your current weight is a product of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. So in order to see changes, you just need to do some investigating so that you can start to address the things that you can control. So simply ask yourself, what am I currently doing to maintain this weight? Is this the weight that I want to be? What choices do I need to make if I want to keep losing weight? If you're interested in getting more personalized information about why your weight loss may have plateaued, just go to my website. It's www.eva.fit and take my quiz. It's right on the homepage. You can't miss it. Not only will I send you your detailed results, letting you know what's stalling your weight loss, but I'm also going to send you that anti-inflammatory meal plan that I talked about a little bit ago, a sample food journal, and of course, tangible tips that you can start to implement right away to get out of that plateau. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.